Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So Jace and Dedeker, how are y'all doing today? I'm doing great. It's our 100th episode today, if you can believe it. I know I certainly can't. Wow. Yeah, I think, Jace, you were pointing out earlier, almost two years now, essentially, which I just straight up do not believe. It does not feel like it's been that long. No, it goes by in an instant... Yeah, I know it's it's wild to think that we've been doing this that long because um, we just kind of started this a little bit on a whim, I guess. <laughs> it's like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if, if we, we taught Emily about show. the Bible? And I'm like, uh-huh. uh, and then it did, and then it ended up being really cool. And here we are. So, so 100 episodes that. later. That's so exciting. So we're here. We are streaming in our Get Vocal, um, and we have a live audience who is uh, dropping in their, all their favorite jokes to try to trip us up and distract us while we're doing this. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a really good episode today. So I actually just looked it up, and our first episode came out on the 4th of July, was when we released our little preview oh, episode. Such patriots. Of 20, 2018, wow. and then our first wow. real episode came out on July 9th, which is my birthday. Oh, uh, that's great that yeah. it's on that day. Yay. Right. So yeah, so that means in what? A little less than three months is when we'll actually hit two years. Wow. We Let's did hope that we're n- out of quarantine by then. Yeah. I can only hope so. Uh, but speaking of yeah. quarantine, what are y'all drinking today? I'm drinking a quarantini. I'm not actually. I This is a normal martini. Um, it's that, a quarantini uh, because you're in quarantine while drinking mm. a martini. Right, that's true. That's true. So everything I do, I'll just put Corin before it. Corin Biru. A a Corin podcast that we're recording on my Corin computer. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I'm having a very, very dirty martini. It's basically like you took a jar of olives, emptied out a little bit of the olive juice, poured some gin in there and shook it up and then put it in a martini (laughs) glass. Nice. I know. It's it's funny because when you drink martinis... People are like, ooh, you're so classy. But I'm like, yeah, but people who actually drink martinis would look at me and go, <laughs> Why? Because it's very dirty? Yeah, it's like not classy to drink a dirty martini, which is funny to me because essentially what that means is what we associate with classiness amongst martini drinkers is basically people who want to drink straight gin and call it a martini. <laughs> exactly. They drink straight gin and then they throw, they like look at the vermouth bottle with <laughs> right. a single olive in and then that's it. Right. Well, that about- whole thing about like shaking while staring at an unopened bottle of vermouth or like any version of that is like, Or like you open the, like literally in bartending school, I was taught if you want to make someone, if they say like, I want a super dry martini, that you open the vermouth bottle, 
and you wave it over the glass, but don't actually pour any <laughs> what? in. Or like wave it over the, the mixer. That's ridiculous. Oh my and don't actually put any in. And then, yeah. What about just no, doing with, with a little but bit of lemon? Really... Is that classy? That's a different um, type of martini in my opinion. Yeah. And I, that would be a vodka martini, not a gin martini. Yeah, in my well, I've been doing mostly vodka martinis these days. Mm. Wow, look yeah. at you, Dedeker. Sometimes you drink harder liquor than I think that you might, which, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, what are you drinking, Dedeker? Uh, I'm drinking a Bloody Mary because I finally uh, got the materials to make a morning appropriate drink uh, for the 10 a.m. that mm. it is in Australia right now. So it's quite nice. Sweet. Right. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. I can give you a quick little trivia about martinis while, while we're on the subject of drinks Let's real quick. It. Uh, so these Go are some it. variations on martinis. So the traditional martini can have olives or could have a lemon twist in it. If you put a cocktail onion in it instead of an olive, it becomes a Gibson. Oh. Um, and a Vesper Bond martini <gasps> is Vesper the is my first, favorite Bond it's girl. It's the first martini that James Bond ordered in Casino Royale. And it's distinctive in that it has both gin and vodka. Cheese. Wow. James Bond. To, Cheese. In addition to some Lilit Blanc, which is a French of course. Of course. Vesperlin, the amazing uh, <laughs> Eva Green. Oh, right. Hey, Your favorite girl. lady. Your favorite mm. lady. Uh, what are oh, you yeah. drinking, Emily? I am drinking usual wines, which it comes like in these little beaker bottles, which I think are really cool. Oh, I'm yeah, showing it to really the cool audience. Looking. Yeah, and this mm. is like a 6.3 ounce glass of wine. So it's like a large glass of wine per thing and like a box comes with 12 of them so it's really good it um apparently is supposed to taste like strawberry rose petal and rhubarb i've never had rose petals before but now i have so here we are yeah it's nice. a fun time i know i'm enjoying it oh. so i highly recommend it or so Emily, do you remember what happened last time I remember that we were introduced to Saul, not of the Goodman variety, but of a different type of variety, which I guess he's about to be a king or something. And he might be a prophet, and that might be a proverb, which is not related to three John 3.16. Thanks. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes indeed. Uh, and Samuel didn't like that at all. Like He didn't like the fact that um, there was a possibility of this prophet becoming a king and that the Israelites so badly wanted a king. So here we are. It's interesting, though, that Saul was so anti-king. He's like, do you realize what having a king involves? It's going to be terrible. And they're like, we want it anyway. And then Yahweh told him, like, hey, this guy's going to be the king. You better set that up. And he kind of sets him on the way to do it. And then as he's, like, crowning him king, is like, but everyone, please remember, I said this was a bad idea. I'm still yeah. doing it. Yahweh told me to do it, too. But, like, this is a really bad idea, everybody. Yes, indeed. Exactly. So it's yeah. an interesting, interesting time. And I, I can't wait to see if Saul's going to be a good king or not. I, I think signs point to Are no. Are you a good king or a bad king? Are you a good king or a bad king? Yeah. Signs point to maybe not, but but we'll see what happens. Mm. It was a fun time getting him there. And uh, he's going to be played by Adam Driver in our movie. So I'm very excited yeah. about that because I've always wanted yeah. to meet Adam Driver. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the closest you'll ever movie. get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the closest is my seven degrees of separation. All right. So today we're reading 1 Samuel 13 and 14. As we get started, we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, 1 Samuel chapter 13. 
Samuel, uh, first, Samuel 1. See, nobody knows. Oh, now yeah. you even messing it up. Good. I'm this glad that I'm not the only one. drinking too soon. Gosh. Yeah. All right, here we go. First Samuel chapter 13. Saul was 40 years old when he began to reign. And when he had reigned two years over Israel, Saul chose him 3,000 men of Israel, whereof 2,000 were with Saul in Mishmash. Mishmash. <laughs> mish, 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 so hang mishmash. on one second, Jace, because I'm already going to yeah, stop okay. you because my version of the Bible says that Saul was 30 years old. What's, what version are you reading, Dedeker? Oh, the New International Version. That's why. No wonder. Oh. I got to switch that. Yeah. But that's interesting that but, the two different translations would... would have, right? Yeah, why You'd would think it be numbers different? are pretty straightforward for translating. But. That's true. That's interesting. Maybe it just, well, also 40 is in brackets. So maybe somebody like extracted 30 and was like, that's too young to rule over a whole people. We're going to make him 40. <laughs> oh, I was thinking or, more maybe they were like, yeah, but back then, you know, 40 was the new 30. It was cool. Yeah, right. I, maybe you're right. Or I'm just picturing it's like they're transcribing this from an old document that was written like in Roman numerals. And so it was just like XXXX to be, you know, 40. But like right. the page was a little scratched up and they were like, are there three X's or four X's? I don't know. Also, I'm pretty sure that's not how you would actually write 40 in. Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> XXXX. No. Right. It would be XVX. It'd be XXL. X be XL. Uh, XL. Yes. You got it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you in the chat. Magic Mike XXL, <laughs> Saul Goodman. Right. Cool. <laughs> Magic Mike XXL, colon, Saul Goodman, colon, First Samuel. I like that. That's pretty good. Beautiful. That'll all be the, the subtitle for the movie. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, so Saul is 40 years old, and he chose him 3,000 men of Israel, whereof 2,000 were with Saul in Michmash, and in the Mount of Bethel, and 1,000 were with Jonathan in Gibeah of Benjamin. Who's? And the rest of the people. Who's, that? who's Jonathan? Yeah, that's new. New, new boy. <laughs> new character. We're with Jonathan in Gibeah of Benjamin, and the rest of the people, he sent every man to his tent. Okay. He's like, get, get you to your tent. So he gathered up these 3,000, and everyone else, he's like, go home. I don't need you. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Jonathan struck the garrison of the Philistines that was in Geba, in Yo Gabba Gabba, <laughs> and the Philistines heard of it. Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land, saying, let the Hebrews hear. I like how he just like pulled a trumpet out. He just like happened to have <laughs> yeah. one on hand. That's cool. Good for him. As king, you always got to have one handy do, 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 for do, these do. sorts of... Yeah, yeah exactly. All Israel heard say, all Israel done heard tell that Saul had struck the garrison of the Philistines and also that Israel was had in abomination with the Philistines. Who wrote I don't this book? understand those words. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And that, okay, I'm looking it up. Yeah. Here we go. This is verse four in the message says, he blew his trumpet throughout the land. The word went out all over Israel. Quote, Saul has killed the Philistine governor, John oh. First Blood. The what? Philistines are stirred up and mad as hornets. End quote. <laughs> Thank you, the message. Thank you. <laughs> Goodness. Summoned, the army came to Saul at Gilgal. What? Okay, let me see. This is NIV. 
Uh, Saul has attacked the Philistine outpost, and now Israel has become obnoxious to the Philistines. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's also I would, good. I would agree. They're all good. <laughs> They're all ridiculous. Wow. Okay. All of them except the one that we're reading, which is hard to understand. Okay, so now that we know what it's supposed to mean, here is that verse again. All Israel heard say that Saul had struck the garrison of the Philistines and also that Israel was had in abomination with the Philistines. <laughs> so they were angry at the Philistines? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. Okay. Must be. Okay. Oh, right. Annalisa pointed out that the Green Hornet made a cameo, oh, yeah, but the only Hornet. in the message version. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Okay, the people were gathered together after Saul to Gilgal. So they heard this and they gathered in Gilgal. Okay. The Philistines assembled themselves together to fight with Israel. 30,000 chariots Whoa. and 6,000 horsemen. Wow. And, and people as the sand, which is on the seashore in multitude. Oh. I see. We're, it's like poetic. Yeah, we're getting super poetic all of a sudden. So they're, they're like saying that the people are... Is is ample as like no, no, many no. as the sand? No, no, no. It's sand yeah, people because so. oh, apparently oh, okay. this story is all Star Wars characters. Oh, it's Star Wars. Oh, You're right. Oh, cool. Right. Okay, that's a different meaning. First Samuel has had so, surprisingly okay. a lot of Star Wars overtones. Apparently, yes, it really has. Yeah. For sure. And people as the sand, which is on the seashore in multitude, and they came up and encamped in Michmash, eastward of Beth Avon. When the men of Israel saw that they were in a strait, for the people were distressed. Dire straits. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, they're in dire straits. Okay. Saw that they were in a strait, for the people were depressed, distressed. Then the people did hide themselves in caves and in thickets and in rocks and in coverts <laughs> and in pits. <laughs> thickets. <laughs> and in a pot over there in some baskets I wove under a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> like... Uh, one of them was three toddlers in a trench coat their hands, right? <laughs> some held up their hands over their faces and said I can't see you so you can't be real okay <laughs> verse 7 now some of the Hebrews had gone over the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead but as for Saul he was yet in Gilgal and all the people followed him trembling he stayed seven days according to the time according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel didn't come to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. Okay, so this is going like way back. To remember, Samuel had his whole prophecy yes. that he would go there and wait yes. seven days for him I to show up? I thought that was part of his... Wait, so this is what happened. Yeah, I thought that was part of his whole coronation process, though, that he had to do that. Because then this is two years later now. He's been king now for two years already. Okay. Maybe this is a regular standing thing. They have this regular date where you show up seven days before and then I'll come. That's how we keep the connection Maybe. alive, you know? I yeah. say. Okay. So he stayed seven days according to the time, to the set time that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel didn't come to Gilgal and the people were scattered from him. Saul said, bring here the burnt offering to me and the peace offerings. Oh, he boy. Offered, he offered the burnt offering. So he's already like, give it to me. I get the good stuff because I am king. Well, and also like he did the sacrifice yeah, without, instead of waiting for yeah. the priest to show up. Oh, that's weird. Maybe because he's like, I am as good as God. I'm a king. Yay. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> it came to pass that as soon as he had made an end of the offering. Uh, it, sorry. 
that as soon as he had made an end of offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came. Oh, dang it. Oh, <laughs> awkward. Awkward. <laughs> hey, Sammy. Oh, I just, I thought you... Oh. I can explain. And Saul, yeah. And Saul went out to meet him that he might greet him. Samuel said, what have you done? Oh, this no. Is, wait, this is old Yoda playing this. Mm. Done, done, what, what have, have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Saul said in his Adam Driver voice, because I saw that the people were scattered from me and that you didn't come within the days appointed and that the Philistines assembled themselves together at Michmash. Therefore, I said, therefore said I, now will the Philistines come down on me to Gilgal, and I haven't entreated the favor of Yahweh. I forced myself, therefore, and offered the burnt offering. Is that, I, I, no, I'm enjoying I, it. I, I definitely get the angst. I can hear it. I the can teenage hear it. angst is good. I like it. It's like, How old is Adam Driver? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> He's probably in his 30s. Well, yeah, playing, I, a, yeah, I'm assuming. playing in theory a 40-year-old man. He can still have a okay. teenage So we're aging yeah. him up. We're aging him up. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, by the time we make the movie, he'll be he'll be a good age for it, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, yeah, I was trying to combine sort of like a whininess with like an angsty anger. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is sort of that Adam it was Driver. Good. It's the, ki- the Kylo Ren yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Kylo Ren at least. He's going to yeah. start like destroying things. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just wait. <laughs> we'll get uh, there oh. probably. Spoilers. I, I just I made that up. I don't know if that's true. Okay. Um, so Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly. I'm not going to do a Yoda voice. I'm sorry. That was okay. a mistake. As soon as I started it, I knew it was a mistake. Okay. You have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of Yahweh your God, which he commanded you. For, for now, would Yahweh have established your kingdom on Israel forever? But now... Your kingdom shall not continue. Yahweh has sought him a man after his own heart, and Yahweh has appointed him to be prince over his people, because you have not kept that which Yahweh commanded you. Jeez. Wait, oh, uh, so there's going to be a new boy already? Yeah. That's what Samuel said. Saul was just a little bit impatient, and he's already going to get replaced. So does that mean that the next king needs to be played by Daisy Ridley? Well, I thought cool. that, however, I also kind of <laughs> liked the weird poeticness of if actually we cast a young Mark Hamill as our next king. <laughs> we have Wait, to like which, age like, Mark travel? Hamill back. Yeah. Like, yes. what, what are you talking about? Okay, this is a universe okay. where we're casting Baby Yoda as an actor in a role. I think we can All reverse right, age Mark Hamill. No, oh. no, I disagree. I think casting Baby well, Yoda. Well, CGI can do that, I guess. Right. That's already a puppet. We can already do that. We can't have Mark Hamill become young again. Come on. Unless we did one of those weird, eerie, like deep fake things where we have a different actor and we take footage yeah, of Mark Hamill when, when he was that. young it and paste it on there. Well, let's see. When we get okay, there, well, we'll figure we'll, it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <clears throat> okay. Samuel arose and got him up from Gilgal to Gibeah of Benjamin. Saul numbered the people who were present with him, about 600 men. Saul and Jonathan, his son. Oh, oh that's who Jonathan is. the son of Saul? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm glad apparently. we cleared that up finally. <laughs> yeah. And the people who were present with them abode in Geba of Benjamin, but the Philistines encamped in Michmash. The... <laughs> 
the spoilers came out of the camp oh, no. of the Philistines in three oh, companies no. and Uh-oh. said, no. Dumbledore dies in this one. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Does it actually say the spoilers came out? It does. Dang. The spoilers came out of the camp of the Philistines Shoot. in three companies. Wow. Okay. So one company turned to the way that leads to Oprah, to the land of Shual, and another company turned the way to Beth Horon, and another company turned the way of the border that looks down on the valley of Zeboim toward <laughs> the wilderness. Wait, so what's happening? Are these the they're, bad guys or the good guys le- or the spoilers? These are the Philistines. The Philistines. The spoilers okay, from guys. the Philistines. They sent out what their spoilers. What are they spoilers. spoiling? They got like the pre, pre-release <laughs> editions of all the movies that were going to come I out. See. And okay. they sent them out in three groups to three different places. <laughs> and they're going to give You're, them to everyone. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. Let's just check the message. I'm curious what spoilers is supposed to be. Let's yeah. see what happens here. Um, <clears throat> okay. Oh, it just says three squads of raiding parties. Uh, were Okay. How are we supposed to know that from spoilers? What, unless well, are they spoiling like the people in some fashion? They're like gonna they're gonna spoil the, their well, day. I was thinking, spoiling their day. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna spoil their day. They're their really day gonna ruin their way. day for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, now there was no smith found throughout all the lands of Israel, for the Philistines said, lest the Hebrews make them swords or spears. But all the Israelites went down to the Philistines to sharpen every man his plowshare, mattock, axe, and sickle. All right, lots of questions. Okay. Um, yeah. So, okay, okay, first of all, so the Philistines, sounds like the Philistines shut down every weaponsmith or blacksmith in the, yeah, that does seem to the be locality so that the Israelites could not make any weapons. But the Israelites were like, ha ha, yeah. we have plowshares and mattocks, that thing that we and all know God. and love. And God. <laughs> we love mattocks. Yeah. Um, we have things that we can sharpen <laughs> into weapons. Uh, it is a hand tool used for digging, prying, and chopping, similar to a pickaxe. Oh, okay. 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 Let's see. Yeah, that's a good weapon. Okay, so plowshares pickaxes, normal axes, and sickles. Uh, now, this this part actually gets even more confusing, right? So, okay, so we established, like, there were no smiths because the Philistines, I guess, destroyed them, lest the Hebrews make them swords or spears. But all the Israelites went down to the Philistines, confusing, to sharpen every man his plowshare, mattock, axe, and sickle. Yet, they had a file for the mattocks and for the plowshares, and for the forks, and for the axes, and to set the goads. Hmm. What's a goad? Set the go- like a goad? Like a goad. Like, yeah, we've encountered a goad G-O-A-D-S. before. It's like a thing that you use to bother sheep so that they keep moving along. Bah. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a spiked stick used for driving cattle. Yeah. Okay. Right, or it's right, how you right. bother okay. cattle. But I'm assuming now they're using it like as a yeah. a mace or a morning star and just bashing people. Jeez. Okay. okay. So, so it came to pass, <laughs> that confusing thing. So it came to pass in the day of battle that there was neither sword nor spear found in the hand of any of the people who were with Saul and Jonathan. 
but with Saul and with Jonathan, his son was there found. Wait, hmm? whose son? <laughs> I thought Jonathan was the son. Yeah, sorry. But with Saul and with Jonathan, his son, was oh, there found. Thank you. Was there found, period. What was there Last, found? Right? Were- Last sentence is, <laughs> the garrison of the Philistines went out to the pass of Michmash. That's what clear as mine. What even uh, is this sentence? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. That, and that's the end. Should I hit the message real yeah, quick? Yeah, hit it. Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll dose. We'll hit. There wasn't a blacksmith to be found anywhere in Israel. The Philistines had made sure of that. Quote, lest those Hebrews start making swords and spears. End quote. That meant that the Israelites had to go down among the Philistines to keep their farm tools plowshares and mattocks, axes and sickles, sharp and in good repair. Oh, I see. So this has been an ongoing thing. Okay. So they charged a silver coin for the plowshares and mattocks and half that for the rest. What? Where did you get that <laughs> meaning from what we just read? It's very important, so, you know, to just, just in case you are yeah. also reading, you're like, oh, actually, I realized my mattock's a little bit dull recently. I should get that taken care of. Uh, also, okay. Okay. half price for those. Yeah. Okay. So, and here's the end of it. So, when the Battle of Michmash was joined, there wasn't a sword or spear to be found anywhere in Israel except for Saul and his son Jonathan. So they were both they... well armed. Yes. Oh, I thought that they were the spears and swords in some sense. But no, they, they just had a lot of them. Cool. They have them. They ha- they're the only okay. two that have them. Yeah. Because they, were, they weren't in this town that was getting. That, that having this threat of having to poke out their right eyes in order to, like, have a treaty. They were somewhere else when they heard news and gathered all these troops together. Mm-hmm. So I think uh-huh. they're kind of saying, like, but they're bringing in the weapons. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's how I Let's interpret find out. that, at least. <laughs> okay. Also, somebody said in the chat that uh, Timothy Chalamet was going to be Jonathan, maybe, that at least we've called him back for the role. We could I, I could, him, yeah. I could go okay. there. Yeah. Make yeah, an audition. he's a, he's a good see. actor. He's a good actor. Actually, um, before yeah. you tackle this next chapter, um, we need to talk a little bit about supporting this show, the best ways that people can support this show. And now on to Samuel 14. One Samuel 14. <laughs> First Samuel 14. Something to that degree. Cool. All right. Now, it fell on a day that Jonathan, the son of Saul, said to the young man who bore his armor, come. And let us go over to the Philistines' garrison that is on yonder side. Yonder <laughs> I side. I like that. <laughs> I love that. But he didn't tell his father. Uh oh. Uh oh. Saul abode in the uttermost part of Gibeah under the pomegranate tree, which is in Migran, and the people who were with him were about 600 men. Oh, that, that's a lot of men. That pomegranate tree. I that know. Tree. That oh, one. yeah, that one in Migran. Yeah, yeah I remember that, that tree. Um, it's a it's a famous and, tree. And does he live in a town called Migraine? Is that what you said? Migron. M I G R O N. Migron. Okay, Migron. Migron. Yes. So, okay, the people who were with him were about 600 men and oh boy, Ahija. I Ahija. A H I J A H. I Ahija, the son of Ahitub, Ichabod's brother, Ahijah okay. and Ahit, 
Tub, Ichabod's brother, the son of Phineas, the son of Eli, the priest of Yahweh and Shiloh, wearing an ephod. What? Okay. He's a is he a priest then, I guess? He must Ahija be. Must, he must be. Oh, he must be a priest. Okay, yeah, because he's wearing an ephod, and he's a son of all these people, and a brother of other people, and a son of someone. Yes. And he's there with Saul, I guess. Cool. Um, okay. okay, cool. The people didn't know that Jonathan was gone. Between the passes... Snuck, snuck out, yeah. Yeah. Typical, Between, typical kid sneaking exactly. out with his friends. Where is he? I don't know. He's He's gone. <laughs> Between the passes by which Jonathan sought to go over the Philistines' garrison, there was a rocky crag crag on one side and a rocky crag on the other side, and the name of the one was Bozes, and the name of the other, Senna. I didn't know we were, like, naming these uh, yeah, I didn't know rocky, we could name a crag. rocky boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very important right now. Yeah, exactly. The one crag rose up on the north in front of Mishmash, Mishmash, and the other in the south in front of Geba. Jonathan said to the young man who bore his, armor, bore his armor, come and let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. Oof. Mm-hmm. So, so is he They're... going to stir up some trouble, you think? Well, he's, he's looking for these uncircumcised men, apparently, or yeah, that I, I guess aren't Israelites. Probably. Yeah. Maybe they're going to go like try to sabotage them or something. I don't know. Uh, it, it, he's going to go over the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that Yahweh will work for us, for there is no restraint to Yahweh to save by many or by few. Um, and Yahweh is like, I don't work for you. <laughs> yeah, for exactly. Me. He's like, excuse you, Jonathan? I Who the heck are you? <laughs> His armor bearer said to him, do all that is in your heart. Turn you. Behold, I am with you according to your heart. So he's in love with them, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So sorry, who are we calling back for Jonathan right now? Timothy Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet, Who who is in Dune right now. I'm excited to see that. He's going to be the Dune boy. Well, But here's the thing, Mm -hmm. though, is that we're going to have to, at some point, I don't want to give too many spoilers, we're going to have to do some, like, chemistry callbacks with whoever ends up playing David. Oh? So that's going to be very important later on. Jonathan and David have, like, a thing? Maybe. Like a a thing? Maybe. (laughs) Cool. Okay. Okay. What is it okay? I don't, I don't know. People are like very much so spoilers. Okay, yeah, okay. let's yeah, I'm gonna keep, try keep, and... it, keep it on the DL with the spoilers there, Deads. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, yeah, but the but right now he only has eyes for his armor bearer. So, I, I don't know, that's just my fan fiction, <laughs> my Bible fan fiction. I should. So, Yeah. So then said Jonathan, behold, we will pass over to the men and we will disclose ourselves to them. If they say to us, if they say thus to us, wait until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place and will not go up to them. But if they say thus, come up to us, then we will go up to them for Yahweh has delivered them into our hand and this shall be the sign to us. So is he going to kill these guys? I feel like that's going to happen. Or something. Yeah, I'm confused about what the plan is. So it's like we're just the two of us, I guess, gonna sneak over to the Philistines, and when we get there, we're gonna say, "Hey, I'm Jonathan. <laughs> this is my buddy, slash, you know, re- very good, very close friend, armor bearer, armor bearer." Yeah, he doesn't get a name. He's just like <laughs> yeah. an unnamed armor bearer. 
Right. And yeah, that's uh, what his okay, name is. Wait, like, but really though, in the credits. But the plan is, yes. yeah, they're gonna sneak up and be like, "Hey, it's us." And then what's the second stage of the plan? Uh, uh. So he's gonna like pass over and say like, "Hey, we're gonna disclose ourselves." And if they say to us, "Wait until we come to you," then we're gonna stand still. And then if they say come up, then we're going to go up. And then Yahweh's delivered them into our hand. So, like, they're hoping for the come up, I'm assuming. That okay? Does that make sense? Am I making sense? I don't know if I am. I think you're making just as much sense as Jonathan is. Let me tell you his plan as portrayed in the message here. Okay. Well, first, I'm going to actually go back one more verse before that. And that's after he said... um, Actually, a couple of verses. So we get the chemistry between Jonathan and the armor bearer. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So important. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, come on now, let's go across to these uncircumcised pagans. Maybe God will work for us. There's no rule that says God can only deliver by using a big army. No one can stop God from saving me when he sets his mind to it's it. Lot. Or from so, saving when he sets his mind to there's it. There's a lot wow, of who is this guy? interpretation and commentary. Yeah. yeah. Right? His armor bearer said, go ahead, do what you think is best. I'm with you all the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. All so right. armor bearer's just like, yeah, I'm okay, with so you. Ba- okay. Okay. Then Jonathan said, though. here's, here's, uh, I was going to, I was to the plot point. You can go though first. I'm no, sorry. go ahead. Give me, give us the plot point. <laughs> Jonathan said, here is what we'll do. We'll cross over the pass and let the men see <laughs> we're there. <laughs> if they say, Halt. Don't move till we check you out. We will stay put and not go up. But if they say, come on up, we'll go right up. And we'll know that God has given them to us. That will be our sign. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's essentially what they're saying. So if they invite us, we'll know that's our chance to... To kill them? Freaking kick their butts. Yes. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what they're be. saying. I don't know what their plan yeah, is okay. if they're like, hey, we're okay. going to come down and check you out. I don't know if they're like, what the plan is then, but this definitely seems like a yeah. not well thought out plan come up with by a teenager, <laughs> really by doesn't. a teenage yeah. son and his yeah. friend. No, totally. You know? like, yeah, he's like, come right. on. Like, I want to see if Yahweh's going to like take care of me. Like, you know, is this going to happen or not? I, I'm interested to see. Apparently, so, Jonathan doesn't die because David is going to be with Jonathan. Gosh, so thanks. Really removed all the stakes there, Dedeker. It's fine. Not. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. Maybe it's maybe right. his cupbearer boy will die his or something. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, people are pointing <laughs> out in the chat. A couple people have pointed out in the chat that like maybe the fact that they highlighted the fact that they're between these two rocky crags is the fact that they're like, ooh, they're going to try to bottleneck them to a certain extent, Ooh. like draw them out and bottleneck mm. them between these two um, auspiciously named craggy, Rocky Crags. Maybe craggy Crags. <laughs> maybe drop other rocks on them from the top of the Rocky Crags maybe. or something. Maybe. Could okay. be a cool. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Where was I? Um, okay. 12, both I of them. Oh, no. 11. Yes. Both of them disclosed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, behold, the Hebrews come forth out of the holes where they had hid themselves. And the baskets cool. and the blankets and yes. the bushes and the rocks and the pottery. Exactly. <laughs> the men of the garrison anther- an- anthered, answered Jonathan, I can speak, and his armor bearer and said, come up to us and we will show you a thing. 
I don't know oh what kind of thing. <laughs> okay. But a thing. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. There's also been a running theory in the chat that like actually they were gonna go hook up with these uncircumcised guys and like all the dialogue is just Oh, oh my god. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well I'm gonna show you a thing. I don't <laughs> I don't okay. wanna get yeah. too blue with this podcast, but you you know, sometimes uh, uh we all know what we were thinking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's what's funny is the message version is is also very good, which is that they yelled down to Jonathan and his armor bearer, "Come on up here, we got a thing or two to show you." <laughs> oh, that's a very different nuance. That's like why I ought to show you a thing or two straight to the moon one of these yeah. days, something like that. Yeah, mm. instead of like, yeah. I'm just going to show you a thing. Do you want to see my thing? You want to see my thing? <laughs> but so you got to come up here said, if you want to see this thing. Exactly. Yeah. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, come up after me, for Yahweh has delivered them into the hand of Israel. Jonathan climbed up on his hands and on his feet and his armor bearer after him, and they fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer killed them after him. Whoa. Okay. His armor bearer is super badass. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. That first slaughter, which Jonathan and his armor bearer made, was about 20 men. I'm sorry, can they give this guy a name? Apparently not. Apparently not. Could, He's just going to be our unnamed armor bearer the entire time. So I've been saving this suggestion for someone that I really, really like. And I don't know if this armor bearer is the one I want to use it on, but I've had Vin Diesel in my back pocket for somebody. Oh, um, I like that. I, just like somebody who could really like... F up mm -hmm. these guys. That could be Love really it. blowing our yeah. load, but maybe Vin Diesel's expensive enough that he can only have like a small, a bit part in this film. <laughs> maybe. Wait, somebody just said maybe. he's like 13, so we have to get like a really awesome 13 year old to like play this part. <laughs> I think we kind of play a little fast and loose with the ages of characters <laughs> in our cast. Yeah, it's like, you know what? He could play 13. It's fine. He's 75, but he can play 13. Don't worry. Okay, so the armor bearer is like 35. Okay, yeah. So the armor bearer messes right. up some fools. Yeah, he totally does. He he killed a bunch of people. Uh, okay. the fir That first slaughter, which Jonathan and his armor bearer made, was about 20 men. Right. Within it as within as it were half a furrow's length in an acre of land. Huh. What? Huh. What does that mean? No idea. Not a clue. Half oh, a they killed 20 okay. men. Half a furrow's length in an, Are they trying to make a metaphor about the ratio of men that they killed? They, if you lined all the men up that they killed, it was half a furrow's length in an acre of land, which I don't know what that means, oh. but that's what it means. I'm assuming. If you lined up all the men they killed, it would take a country mile or whatever. You know, it's but just they gave us the number. Whatever the they gave us the number of men already. It was twenty men. We don't need to be told also how much space these men take. Somebody up. said it's half an acre, half an acre, half an acre worth of men, half, half an, an acre, acre of land of no, worth of men. But they told us it was twenty men, and so it doesn't. I make don't know, sense Dedeker. Then, I don't know. It's written. I it. don't yell. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> You gotta pick one or the other. Gonna, well, they picked both, okay? They're really going big here. I don't know okay, why this there makes was me a so trembling. Upset, <laughs> there was a trembling in the camp, in the field, and among all the people, the garrison and the spoilers. They also trembled, and the earth quaked. So there was an exceeding great trembling. <laughs> in case you didn't get it before, <laughs> just like a huge amount of trembling to be had. <laughs> It sounded from your description like yeah. you're talking about an earthquake. Uh, like, yeah, probably. But I That's think it is just it the was. people trembling. That yeah, there was an earthquake because like everyone, everyone was trembling so hard. 
<laughs> Everyone was collectively trembling. They're like the whole earth. Well, yeah, like you would freak out because like a teenager right in okay. Vin Diesel yeah. just messed yeah. up all, all your stuff. Right. Yeah, like right. 25 people worth of messing up. Okay. So the watchmen of Saul and Gibeah of Benjamin looked, and behold, the multitude melted away, and there went here and so there. Like they, like they scattered? Like they went what? here and what? there, hither and thither? <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you, Dedeker. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Then Saul said to the people who were with him, number now mm-hmm. and see who is gone from mm-hmm. us. I think he means mm-hmm. count him. Mm-hmm. Count him. See who it is. Mm. When they had numbered... Behold, Jonathan oh, and his armor bearer were not there. Saul, you're such a bad parent. It took you this long to figure it Uh-oh, out. Is Saul gonna oh. get? Is Saul gonna get really mad? Saul's gonna get really mad. Yeah. Saul said right. to, oh gosh, okay, here we go. It's to Ahi Ahijah. Saul said to Ahijah, "Bring mm-hmm. here the ark of God." No, that's not a good idea, man. That's not a good idea. Yeah. Saul can't wield that thing any better than anyone else could. Bring here the Ark of God, for the Ark of God was there at the time with the children of Israel. It happened when Saul talked to the priests that the tumult that was in the camp of the Philistines went on and increased. And Saul said to the priest, withdraw your hand. Like out of the Ark? What? Or just lift up your hand? I don't know. I don't know. Draw. Oh, maybe (laughs) we've cut now they're playing cards. And he's like, draw your hand. Come on. Let's let's (laughs) keep going. (laughs) Saul and all the people who were with him gathered together and came to the battle and behold, every man's sword was against his fellow. And there, there was a very great confusion. Yeah. You're telling me (laughs) I'm, I'm a very great confusion right now. Now the Hebrews who were with the Philistines as before and who went up with them into the camp from the country roundabout, even they also turned to be with the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. So, so reinforcements. Sure. We'll go with that. Okay. I, so they've I, I, discovered sure. that that means they've discovered that they're there because they were just out there killing people just yeah. two against everybody, right? I guess the, so. No. Of De- well, yeah, I guess so. Theory. I guess so. I guess it makes <laughs> sense, right? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess they were throwing <laughs> cra- rock crags on them and stuff. <laughs> okay. What, Light, so what, sorry, what, what, what verse did you just finish with? 21. Oh. 21 because i'm just i'm looking in the message here so this is let me go back a little bit because this might influence something that we are thinking about here okay so back to verse 18 where saul ordered ahijah to -hmm. bring out the ark of the covenant Mm -hmm. in the message it says saul ordered ahijah bring (laughs) the priestly ephod totally different let's see what god has to say here Ahijah was responsible for the ephod in those days. Now, and then <laughs> skipping ahead cool. a little bit. Uh, while Saul was in conversation with the priest, the upheaval in the Philistine camp became greater and louder. So I guess this is Jonathan okay. and, and, and Vin Diesel doing their thing. Okay. Then Saul interrupted Ahijah and <laughs> said, Never mind. put the ephod away. <laughs> Excuse me, put the ephod away. <laughs> don't, don't bring that out again, okay? Yeah. Like, how weird is that? He's like, it's get very out the ephod. Oh, I hear a tumult over there. Actually, put that away. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Okay. That's so random. Yeah. Also, so, now that I've thought about it, Vin Diesel's not the right. This isn't his moment yet. Okay. Yeah, I love him so him. much, you by the way. So he's going to get a good role in this. I'm going to save him. Save him. Yeah. 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 Maybe he'll be David. 
I don't know anything about David, but oh no, I guess because Goliath is big, so we can't have two big boys <laughs> playing. That would be interesting to together. Have. <laughs> Unless we did made it truly be a giant giant rather than just a yeah, very like tall. the giants in Game of Thrones. Once we get to chemistry reads, we'll figure that out. Is that in the next okay. book after Samuel two? Is there a book no, of I think David? It's gonna come up in this book. Oh, no, the story of David's gonna come up in this book. Oh, really? There's not a whole book of David. David's kingdom spans no. quite a long time. Yeah. People are saying yeah. it's coming up real soon. Oh, how cool. Okay. 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 We're on 22. Yeah. Likewise, all the men of Israel who had hid themselves in the hill country of Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, even they also followed hard after them in the battle. Yep. They followed hard. So Yahweh yeah. saved Israel that day, and the battle passed over by beth Aven. The men of Israel were distressed that day, for Saul had adjured the people, saying, Cursed be the man who eats any food until it be evening, and I be well, avenged on uh, my enemies. Excuse me? So none of the people <laughs> tasted food. Hang on. Hold on. Okay, okay sorry. So I don't know. Just, okay, this is moving a little too fast for me. I know that we get all excited when the Bible actually moves fast, and now I feel like it's moving too fast. Um... Because it's like, bring out the ephod, put the ephod right. away. They they didn't any have food, any food. You're going to be cursed. So no one ate any food. What? Yeah, like they wanted them to fast, I think is what's happening or something. Well, yeah, I think he's just like, no one eats till we get vengeance. And they didn't. But I thought they but did. They need, so that's why they I'm... need to eat. They need to eat so that they can get up their strength. And, and yeah. But this is the thing. I don't know. Maybe this know. is just showing us the way oh, that Kylo Ren is sort of yeah. falling to the dark side a little bit, where he's just like, stop like caring they don't care about, about their needs. The people just, yeah, going nuts. Like just, just only vengeance. Yeah, I don't know. Just yeah. consumed by vengeance. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to read yeah. two more verses, and then Dedeker, I'm going to okay. push, push it over to you. Because we have 52 verses so in this chapter, so I'm going to do 26. Okay. So none of the people tasted food. All the people came into the forest and there was honey on the ground. I, Randomly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to go with it. So there was what honey on the ground. Okay, and when now the people what is this who, weird Adventure Time-esque kind of land where there's just like honey on the ground? Yeah, they were wading right. through the honey. I don't know. Um, so all the people who came into the forest and there was honey with the, on the ground. And when the people were come to the forest, behold, the honey dropped but no man put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. Is this the oath so, of honey? Was there an oath that I missed? You know, the oath of not tasting the food. The curse. Yeah, that that Saul said, if you taste food, you'll be cursed until we've done until we're done killing. Okay. And they go into the forest. Everywhere. And the honey is just it's just like freaking everywhere. About. There's honey for days. And the it's bees like are freaking out. Okay. Like Right. <sighs> The bees are just puking it all over them, and it's like on their hands, but no one tastes it because they were so scared of this. They wanted to because this it's is a like, land of milk this and is honey. This is like an acid trip now. This is just really... Are we it sure this is. isn't part of, Paul, yeah. of Saul's vision quest where he, he's actually still oh, high? Still this high? is actually part of his coronation, and he just oh, yeah, hallucinates there's a battle going on, and he has that. a son, and there's honey everywhere, and oh my God, bring out And he's like, don't eat it, don't eat it. Like... I've had some psychedelic experiences kind of like wow. that. <laughs> okay, Dedeker, you're on 27, so I'm going to let you uh, okay, take over Okay, so honey here. dropped, no man put his hand to his mouth. Yes, people feared the oath. Okay. But Jonathan didn't hear when his father charged the people with the oath. Oh. Therefore, 
Well, uh, neither did any of us. None of us heard this oath, okay? Therefore. It's like mythical oath. You just read it, Emily. Therefore. Oh, well, I didn't know that that was an oath. I thought that they were just like, don't eat it. But it's like, I didn't know that everyone was like, we're not going to eat it. We're taking the oath of not eating. Well, I think it's more like the oath was kind of foisted upon them, as it were, you know? Right, like Saul made an oath with with the... The elder gods. I've never heard that, that word like, before. If you eat, like foisted. imposed is imposed on them. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to try to use that constantly now. You don't you foist that upon me. <laughs> That's a perfect. Yeah, that was perfect. Well Thank you. you. Used that perfectly. Um. Okay. Jonathan didn't hear his father. <laughs> Therefore, he put forth the end of the rod. Who who was in his hand? What? Why are you saying who? Shouldn't it be the rod that was in his hand? The rod who was in his hand? That just, there's so many, there's just so many naughty implications I don't know. in this chapter. I, I want to say there's a little Freudian slip that happens I, here. Yeah, I the... think so. I think so. Um, <laughs> Whoever wrote this chapter was just, they, they were, were sexually repressed. They were like, I really got, right. I really, really like, I got to put it into my writing here. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, therefore, he wow. put forth the end of the rod who was in his hand and dip mm-hmm. and dipped it. I bet he did. Dipped it in the honeycomb, <laughs> and put his hand to his mouth, and his eyes were enlightened. I think we needed to have a drink for that one. <laughs> yeah, we just need a drink to make it through this. <laughs> then mm-hmm. answered one of the people and said, "Wow, your father directly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed be the man who eats food this day.' The people were faint." <laughs> Then said mm-hmm. Jonathan, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, oh God. Sorry, can I hit you with the message yes. real quick before yeah. you give this yes. line? Please. The message said, no wonder the soldiers are drooping. <laughs> <laughs> They're like flowers that didn't get enough water. Right. Oh my God. They're wilting. Also, someone in the chat made a Johnny Johnny Yes Papa reference, and I'm very, very happy about that. That person gets all the points. <gasps> oh. Nice. Wait a minute. Who okay, knows a, about a that? Lot of the, no, a lot of the internet knows about that, Emily. It was a meme. <laughs> anyway. Yes, Johnny. Okay, everybody needs anyway, to look Johnny, that up Johnny, right yes, now. Papa. Okay. okay. Um, people were faint. Then said Jonathan, <laughs> my father has troubled the land. Please look how my eyes have been enlightened mm-hmm. because I tasted a little of this honey. How much more? <gasps> Jonathan's going to get in trouble. Yeah. How much more if happily the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies, which they found? For now has there been no great slaughter among the Philistines. So Johnny is kind of making the argument like, yeah, people got to eat. If they eat, then they can perform better. You got to have self-care, dad. Right. Yeah, you're right. Right. Although dad's like, no, you got to have self-control. Although Kurt is pointing out in chat that the whole like, no, it's great. I'm enlightened now. You should try some was the line in Genesis with eating the apple or the fruit of the tree. That is true. So this one really depends Gosh, on you. Really, the serpent. You're really rolling the so dice with this one. Know. So are we saying that Jonathan is the serpent? In this case, he would be Eve. Scenario? Eve. like Eve. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 cool they cool, struck cool. of the Philistines that day from Michmash to Aijalon. The people were very faint, and the people yeah. flew mm. on the spoil and took sheep and oxen, and calves, and killed them on the ground, and the people ate them with the blood. Uh-oh. We're not supposed oh, to do that. Is, That's Levitical oh, no. Law. Eating blood is 
<laughs> eating blood is very clearly against oh, the rules of Yahweh. That's the problem when you don't eat. That's when you binge. And that's when you like eat a bunch of sugar is because you have not fed yourself appropriately. So they're like, we don't care. We're not going to follow the law. We're going to eat all this blood. We have talked before on our other podcast about how when you're hungry, your decision-making skills are not as good. I think this is clear. They, really they should have halted. Should have halted. <laughs> hungry, angry, lonely, tired, and drunk with, with the blood the of your enemies. <laughs> blood of these animals, which yeah. is awful. All right, they ate awful. him. Okay, then they told Saul, saying, Behold, the people sin against Yahweh in that they eat with the... Meaning they did? I guess they came clean. Maybe this is other people saying this about the other people yeah in that they eat with the blood Mm, yeah he said i think this is saul he said you have dealt treacherously roll a great stone to me this day (laughs) what roll roll me a big is he gonna grab a stone and like right push it at him roll me a big fat doobie so i can get greatly stoned this day (laughs) um (laughs) seneker sorry saul said disperse yourselves among the people and tell them Bring me here every man his ox and every man his sheep and kill them here and eat and don't sin against Yahweh in eating with the blood. All the people brought every man his ox with him that night and killed them there. So, okay. So initially they went after the Philistines stuff, their oxen and sheep and things like that and killed them and just like ate them with the blood. And that was bad. And so now Saul's like, okay, I had to rectify this. You need to bring your own oxen and sheep. And also kill them. Oh, is it your own? I was assuming this was still the ones you've just taken as your spoil. Uh, It just says, bring me here every man his ox. Hmm. I'm assuming this is their spoils. This isn't their own personal ones because they're in the Philistine territory. Well... Well, yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe this Let's is... Let's make a note to look this up in the okay. bonus. Can someone That's, write that down? Okay. Yeah, Tell, okay. No, stop. Tell me, what what what's the search term you would put in for that? Because I don't think you're going to find me, anything. If it were me, I would just search for, what's this chapter? Samuel 14. I'd be like, what happened in Samuel 14? Because that's okay. going to bring up enough commentary of people kind of putting it in layman's terms of what happened. Mm. And then you're going to get some more clues or at least okay. some more interpretations. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, someone is Saul saying that in a- the Septuagint, whatever he had in his possession is the translation. So maybe it is more just so like, it could you got to bring your could own his stuff. Own, be his own stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Saul, hmm. Saul built an altar to Yahweh. The same was the first altar that he built to Yahweh. Saul said, let us go down after the Philistines by night and take spoil among them until the morning light and let us not leave a man of them. They said... Do whatever seems good to you. <laughs> They're like, whatever, dude, we're in a food coma right now, but sure, like yeah. we can rally for that. Wait, somebody's somebody's saying that verse 36 in the message is really fun. So why don't you read oh, it, Jess? Well, I haven't even finished reading that verse. Let me finish reading it. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. So Saul said, let us go down after no. the Philistines by night and take spoil among them until the morning light and let us not leave a man of them. They said, do whatever seems good to you. Then said the priest, let us draw near here to God. That's the full verse. Uh, I see. Sorry, you had one last sentence. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Yes. Here's the message. <clears throat> Saul said, let's go after the Philistines tonight. We can spend the night looting and plundering. We won't leave a single live Philistine. Sounds good to us, said the troops. Let's do it. But the, but the okay. priest slowed them down. Colon. Mm. Let's find out what God thinks about this. Hmm. Huh. That's reasonable. Mm, yeah. Okay, that, that made more sense to me. Thank That's you reasonable. for reading yeah. that. Okay. 
Saul asked counsel of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you deliver them into the hand of Israel? But he didn't answer him that day. Oh, he's leaving him on red. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> so annoying. Leaving him on red? Yeah, like, you know, the read receipt where it's like he's seen it, but he hasn't responded. Oh, answer to yeah, yeah, so yeah. Annoying. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm pretty sure Yahweh has his read receipts turned off. I don't think you get to know. <laughs> you don't get to know if he's read it yet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Miner's still on. I should probably do something about that. Second I saw them, I was like, yep, I can turn this off. Great. These are gone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to turn them off. I'll figure it out. Okay. Saul said... Draw near here, all you chiefs of the people, and know and see in which this sin has been this day. For as Yahweh lives who saves Israel, though it be in Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. Wait, Jonathan's going to die? Hang on. But there was not a man among all the people who answered him because they did not understand a word of what he actually asked. Can you help me out, Jace? (laughs) Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm eating the olive from my martini here it's delicious mm. so yeah saul said all army officers step forward some sin has been committed this day because yahweh has not read my message so he must be mad he's yep. giving me the silent treatment we're going to find out what it is and who did it as god lives israel's savior god whoever sinned will die even if it should turn out to be jonathan my son Oh no! Jeez! Oh, no! It's not oh, going to be and Jonathan him. Jonathan had that honey. Jonathan had that honey, though. But oh, he's not going to die because you said that he's going to talk to David. Emily- oh, Dedeker, I'm so mad what? at you for so mad at you for what you've done. <laughs> I was just trying to watch out for us as producers of this film. We got to okay. think ahead. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, it's good. It makes me feel good. It's like when I'm watching Better Call Saul mm. and like. I, some really intense thing happens, and I'm like, okay, that character is going to live because he's in Breaking Bad. Right, mm, right. Yeah. So I don't have to freak out too much. Okay. That's kind okay. of what's happening okay. right now. Then said he to all Israel, be you on one side, and I and Jonathan, my son, will be on the other side. Oh. The people said to Saul, do what seems good to you. <laughs> That's, they're just every time, they're like, whatever, man. Everyone is so resigned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Therefore, Saul said to Yahweh, the God of Israel, show the right. Jonathan and Saul were taken by Lot, but the people escaped. What? What? Saul Saul said, cast lots between me and Jonathan, my son. Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, tell me what you have done. Okay, so I think that by casting lots, like with the the ephod, you know, and like the the divining and the runes, what the priests do, they're whittling down or trying to narrow down who sinned, like who who committed this sin that's preventing Yahweh from responding to Saul. Yeah. And so, because okay. of the casting of lots, we're finding that Jonathan was the one. So this is actually kind of cool. In the message, they really spell out the process here of how this happened. Oh, so, okay. <clears throat> tell us. Um, they they threw three d twelves. No, basically, like it's not far off from that. To be totally honest, <laughs> so Saul prayed to God and said, "Oh God of Israel, why haven't you answered me today? I texted you like three times already. Show me the truth. If the sin is in me or Jonathan, then oh God, give the sign Urim. But if the sign is in the army of there, Israel, yes. give the sign Thummim." So he is like, "Yes, the Urim and Thummim." I'm gonna yes. flip a coin, yeah. and this one's us, and that one's you. He called it. Urim sign turned up 
and pointed to Saul and Jonathan. That cleared the army. Mm. Next, Saul mm. said, cast the okay. lots between me and Jonathan and death yeah. to the one God points to. Oh, boy. Oh, but gosh. they got to kill Saul, right? Because, like, whatever. We're over him. Well, yeah, what, what happens? Verse 42, uh, right? Tell us, Dudiger, tell us. Then Saul said to Jonathan, tell me what you have done. Jonathan told him and said, I did certainly taste a little honey with the end of the rod that was in my hand. And behold, I must die. Oh, <laughs> awkward. Wait, awkward. period at the end Super awkward. of that? Period at the end. Yeah. Wow. Because in the message, uh, there's a question mark at the end of that sentence. <laughs> so he's behold, I must die. He's like, and for that, I'm to die. <laughs> like. Seriously, oh, Dad? No, I had a little much, honey on a much, little rod. It's not a big deal. He's, he's very accepting in this version. Just wow. behold, I must die. Okay, okay. Saul said, God do so and more also, for you shall surely die, Jonathan. Dang. Wow. The people said to Saul, shall Jonathan die who has worked this great salvation in Israel? Mm-hmm. Far from it. As Yahweh lives, there shall not one hair of his head fall to the ground, for he has worked with God this day. So the people rescue Jonathan that he didn't die. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Yes. It's like that they rose up and like rebelled against their king and saved wow. his son. Whoa. Wait, so yeah. what's going to happen to Saul? I don't know. I'm nervous because it's like if they did all the divining, that clearly indicates that Yahweh's like, yeah, this is the person who did wrong. But again, we've we've also been in this position before of where like people make ridiculous vows and then have to kind of mm. suffer the consequences of making a ridiculous vow in the first place. Right. Like with Jeff Goldblum and his daughter. Yeah. That classic example Remember? of vows. Yeah. That classic example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Then Saul went up from following the Philistines and the Philistines went to their own place. Now, (laughs) when Saul had, (laughs) I guess that that's all done. Okay. When Saul had taken the kingdom over Israel, he fought against all his enemies on every side, against Moab and against the children of Ammon and against Edom and against the kings of Zobah and against the Philistines. And wherever he turned himself, he put them to the worse. So he won. He did valiantly. Bad man? Bad man. Yes. He did valiantly. Yeah, no, I think he did good. Not that he's a bad man, just he did good in doing bad to them. Doing bad to the other people. Got it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. He did valiantly and struck the Amalekites and delivered Israel out of the hands of those who despoiled them. Right. So he saved Israel from being imprisoned by everyone around them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Now... The sons of Saul were Jonathan. The only one that matters. Uh And Ishvi and Malchashua. And the names of his two daughters were these. The name of the firstborn, Merab, and the name of the younger, Michal. And the name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, the daughter of Ahimaaz. The name of the captain of his host was Abner, the son of Ner. (laughs) Abner. <laughs> Son of Ner. Abner. Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. Meaning, there was a sore Meaning that Saul and Ner are related. Cousins? They're cousins. Cool. N- yeah. uh, okay. No, uncle. Uncle and nephew. Yes. No. Ner, Ner is Saul's uncle. Therefore, Abner yeah, yeah. is his cousin. Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Okay. okay. 
Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. There was sore war against the Philistines all the days of Saul, and when Saul saw any mighty man or any valiant man, he took him to him. So, like, he conscripted, he conscripted them that, to, his, yes. to his purpose, to Con- his wars. Conscripted is the word the message uses. Okay. It's like every time uh, he sees a strong man, he's like, you, here. You, you're, you're with me. Over here, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's the end of the chapter. Wow. Do, like, what, how, did, what did we learn this week? I don't know. We learned that fathers can be bad. Witches can be right. Giants can, can be, be good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry if nobody else got that. Oh, my God. I know some of you out there did. <laughs> um, Let's go, go, watch, go watch Into the Woods if anyone wants to. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we learned. We learned about Jonathan. That Jonathan is the son of Saul, and uh, he's brave, I guess. Brave enough to be like, hell yeah, we don't need a big army behind us. Just me and my best bud can uh, take take a whole half acre of Philistines if we want to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We learned that people can make silly vows. Saul seems to be very impulsive. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's in, the and thing. Impatient. Saul seems yeah. power hungry, or maybe like, I don't know, I... I Maybe there's more to the story, but so far I remember, and we talked about this a little bit in the bonus for last week, like that's how I was taught as a kid, right? That Saul's sort of a bad guy, but it almost feels like more maybe he went a little intense with his power or whatever, but also was coming in and- Are we going to get more of him? And saving them from a bad situation. I think we are going to get a little more Mm. of Saul. I don't know how much more though. We're definitely going to get more of Saul for sure. There's a a lot more Saul. I just remembered. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody said we learned the Bible is all innuendo. There which was is a true. lot there. I agree. I have agreed with yeah. that forever. We've known that a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we definitely learned the lesson of like, feed yourself, halt. If you're hungry, stop mm. and feed yourself before trying to slaughter the rival tribe. It's going to go a lot better for you if you actually feed mm-hmm. yourself. Except for, I guess it isn't because then you might. But you die. don't but because then, you then don't, the people you get saved. the people saved him. They're yeah. like, we don't care about your oath, Saul. We're gonna save Jonathan because he actually was badass and and right. He's a cooler yeah. guy than you, Saul. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is a little confusing too. Where we're back to a part of the story again, where we don't know what Yahweh thinks. And that's mm. interesting because this we've gone through this now a few times or we'll go through periods where it's like different people are saying what they think Yahweh wants or what they should do. And sometimes it succeeds and sometimes it doesn't. But then we have other times like when Samuel comes along and it's like, okay, now it's kind of clear Yahweh is definitely speaking to him because he can give these very specific, you're going to meet this band of prophets and you're going to meet a dude with some loaves of bread and he's going to give you two of the three. And, you know, like he can kind of really prophecy and really get those messages like in that it like said Yahweh was there speaking to him and here we are where Yahweh has read receipts turned off and Saul's freaking out because he doesn't know what's happening right like so it's interesting that we're, we're kind of going through these periods of like who's really talking to abundance Yahweh abundance of Yahweh <laughs> abundance of Yahweh yeah, there's yeah. A, and then a, a just like a complete drought of Yahweh we don't get to hear from him for a while or something right it's definitely some back and forth for yeah. sure huh what do you think is going to happen next yeah. time, Emily? 
we're going to apparently hear more from Saul and then maybe we'll get Jonathan and David together. I want to meet baby David and have Saul or sorry, Jonathan and baby David like become BFFs. Uh-huh. And then Jonathan's like, you know what, baby David, I think you're going to be king one day. And then okay. that happens. But first you have to kill a giant named Goliath. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, well, bef- spoilers galore. Today. Seriously, before we wrap up, uh, we do have a toast to give, actually, uh, to a brand, Yay, yeah, a brand new twelve dollar patron of ours, Melissa. We want to give a toast to thank you so much for Thanks, supporting Melissa. the show. Thank you for helping us to be able to keep this show free. Thank you for helping us to be able to create these live broadcasts uh, while a lot of people are on lockdown. And uh, yeah, I uh, hope to see you around. Cheers to Melissa. Tings. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> we have to make our own things. Good Foley. Yeah. I do what I can. <laughs> we'll be doing full-on radio dramas with sound effects in a moment. I love it. So thank you all for joining us for Bible Study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, and personal toasts on the show and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from the album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. You know